Welcome. I'm your host, Alex Avila, and this is CAB, College, Career, and Beyond, where we explore on subjects of academia, economics, political, arts, culture, environmental, social enterprise, and even social struggles. Stay tuned and connected to CAB, College, Career, and Beyond, where we keep you ahead of the game and not behind the game. Welcome back. This is College Career and Beyond. I'm your host, Alex Avila. We have an amazing guest, Terrence Stones, with a nonprofit called Young Visionaries. And my gosh, the second part, can you believe? I mean, how many years has it been? Almost two decades? Yeah, yeah. About 20 years. About 20 years. 2001 started. Yes, sir. So if you were listening, um, he was um, in the last episode just talking about the journey of kind of like dealing with or navigating with street culture, gang culture, prison culture, or incarceration culture. And um, it was just amazing. So if you haven't checked that episode out, go check it out. Um, it's just powerful that the fact that he's even here talking to me, you know, with that kind of past, you know, people like that don't usually survive. And he is, he's here now. And so now I remember when you came out to the West Coast, um, not well, not the West Coast. I remember we came out to the Dino, San Bernardino, because yeah. I was coming out to the West Coast yeah. from New York City, yeah. getting out of some um, ignorance, right? And so, <laughs> and I, I was looking for opportunity. I, and you, we were kind of sim at the same time. So you had a little office over there in San Bernardino that was like it was a room, kind of like now you got like rooms with S's, yeah. but um, yeah, like one. Oh, and the off of um. It was that by, Arrowhead? By the bank, yeah. Yeah, by yeah, the bank. Yeah, the post office, yeah. Arrow, yeah, Arrowhead. Yeah. About yeah. well, 16th or 19th, the Arrowhead or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we had a little office over there. That was actually our first office when we first started. You know, we didn't really have a budget. I think our annual budget was maybe $10,000, you know, if that, um, when we started. We was lucky to get that, basically. So, yeah, we had that one office over there by, you know, in San Bernardino. I was so happy just to have an office. And then um and with a uh, with one little desk in there. And then now, you know, when I look at like my desk now or in it's, this office or the other office, you know, that I was like, that wasn't even a desk. That was like something you just put a <laughs> printer on or some little corner thing. I'm sitting at it, I'm all proud. But yeah. Yeah, that was yeah, that was a long time ago, and, man. And we skipped some well, because we're gonna go right into your visionaries. I yeah. mean, did you even so how is it you've been in and out of prison or incarceration uh in that system? And you graduated high school? I, I got a GED while I was in California Youth Authority. All right. So you got a GED yeah. while you was in CYA. Yeah. Which if you didn't, um, you don't know what that is, check out the episode before this one. And we talk pretty extensively about what CYA is, but it's yeah. a California Youth Authority. Yeah. And um, which is another form of incarceration for young adults. And so uh, so you get your GED while you in uh, CYA. Yeah. And then- did you did you even attempt college? Yeah, I, I um, attempted college. I think a couple times, um, things like that. Actually, I, I was going to school. I wanted to be a youth counselor, basically. Just you wanted come, to be a counselor. Yeah, yeah. And then, um, so I was taking sociology. I think I started off at Chafee Chafee mm. College, and then um, that's a community and, college for those folks yeah. who don't know that. And so I'm out. And and right before this, I I just got released because I was facing two life sentences plus mm -hmm. twenty five years. 25 years of life um 
for a gang related attempt to murder. I didn't do it. I was just standing right there when it happened. Right. And so, um, and so just coming home, I was just trying to stay busy, really. So I, I got myself a job over in Ontario, California, by, by the Ontario airport. Mm-hmm. It was this little rent-a-car place. So I got a job over there um, driving shuttle buses because of my past. I had a dress bus driving experience, basically. Right, right, so I right. still had a Class B driver's license at that time. And so, um, and so I'm doing this and going to school. Now, mind you, too. That um, when I, I was facing two life sentences, I was in there for 11 months going back and forth to court, just trying to fight my case. Wow. Facing two life year. sentences. Yeah. And so in that situation, because, you know, they, they um, towed my car and didn't give it back from the scene of the crime. Mm. And so when I came home, I didn't have a car. Now, I have like not been without a car since I was like about. 14 15 years old right and so and i'm trying my best not to do criminal activity right so i'm on a mountain bike <laughs> wow going to school um going to work you know and wherever i need to be i was on a a mountain bike just trying to but just trying to stay out of trouble so that was really humbling so i had to humble myself basically by any know, means necessary by any means necessary so, and, and that meant just you know not doing what I know I could do to go get me a car real fast, basically, or get enough money for a car. So and, and that's um, how you know you were done, because once you do that, oh yeah, you're was, done. You're I done was, with the gang life. And I was in good shape too at that time. I remember just driving. <laughs> I was riding that bike every every place, um, you know. So um, and so in the on the bike, going to school, going to Chafee, and then and um and going to work. And I remember. Because my goal was be a youth counselor. I'm trying to stick to what, like, God, I'm, you know, I'm going to help yeah, these kids. Yeah. And so, um, but I had to get some type of experience. I didn't know how. Right. And so I remember, now this was another trajectory in my life based on the people that was placed in there. So I, I remember I'm driving a shuttle bus to the airport back and forth. And, um, and my job was like the people would park their nice cars. And I would um, charter them from the, where, from that parking lot, from the place to the um, airport. So I have my books there, sociology books, because I'm all proud. Like, yeah, I'm doing some of my life. I'm going to school. And I remember this um, white guy got on the, on the, on the bus and, and um, on a shuttle bus. And he was um, just making conversation. It was a business dude. He was dressed sharp. Mm-hmm. You know, he parked his car. I looked at it. I was like, Oh, he got a nice whip over there. Um, so he sat back, crossed his legs. How you doing? I said, I'm doing good, sir. How you doing? You know, um, you know, proceed to close the door and pull off. And um, and so he's making conversation. He's like, man, some good books you got. What you what you doing? You know, you going to school? I'm all proud. Like, yeah, you know, I'm going to be a youth counselor. He said, oh, that seems pretty good, but you probably don't want to make no money. I said, oh, wait a minute. Hold on. What you know what you talking about? And he was saying, well, if you own the company, then you can be a youth counselor. But if you don't feel like counseling that day, you'll still get paid because you own the company. So his mindset was different. You know, mm. his mindset was just own it instead of, you know, um, trying to find somebody to hire you to be a youth counselor, which was probably one of the best advices that someone can give me. And this was coming from a stranger that was Caucasian that I only met for less than five minutes because I had to drop him off at the airport. Wow. Basically. And so. um and so from there, I, I um, 
I went back to school. I, I changed my major from um, sociology to business, mm-hmm. you know, and started looking in the real just business stuff instead of youth council stuff because I was like, you're right. right. <laughs> Own the business, you know, and um, and so, you know, so now even to this day, you know, I, I haven't filled out a job application in over 20 years. You know, I negotiate contracts, you know, and, right. and at this point, it's it's been like million dollar contracts and things like that over the years. So. Um, so, yeah. So from there, we I just been, you know, trying to get it done. And And look at that. I mean, listen, that story is just amazing. Look, let's listen to that journey, that whole pathway. And to have that entrepreneur mindset, that is not even normal. Most people, when they go to college, I went to college. I'm a professor now, obviously, yeah. and and published author and et cetera, et cetera. But even my classmates didn't think about owning a business or starting their own business. It was like, who I'm going to go work for? Yeah, you know, that's kind of like the mentality even in the college setting because you know we need to update the curriculum yeah. to create this kind of uh, expand the enterprise per se, right? And to create more entrepreneurs. But, you know, even when I was taking classes, it was like, who are you going to work for? And yeah. and I don't know, maybe because of who they thought I was or where I came from, that they didn't see entrepreneurism yeah. or uh, in my life. It was like, you know, you're going to be working for somebody. Someone's going to hire you. You're going to be great, yeah. you know. And here you are. You get this advice from the stranger. Yeah. You yeah. know, and he looks at you. He sees your potential. And he's mm. he's white. Yeah, it's not even yeah. a black, and then all the black males that you probably encountered gave you all the worst advice. All the worst advice I can get. And part of it has to do because they weren't exposed to someone like a guy who just said, "Hey, you should own your own business." Right. Yeah. And and um, but and not only that, you actually did it. You yeah, know, people get advice all the time, yeah. but not many people follow through with that advice. Yeah. So. Here's young visionaries, ladies and gentlemen. When I come in, when when I'm coming to the West Coast trying to get myself together, I see Terrence Stone. Shout out to David Kalki. Shout out to CCLM. Shout out to all of y'all out there, because that's where I was at. Um so I'm in I'm in California, right? I'm trying to figure out who's what, trying to do what. There's a high school called San Bernardino High School. At the time, it was like psh, violence. You talking about all all the nonsense was at this school. And the teachers were so afraid that they drove really fast in these neighborhoods because they didn't want to be in these neighborhoods longer yeah. than two seconds. Trying to get in yeah. and, out of and you see all these BMWs, yeah. they were not from us. They were like literally teachers who taught at the um the high school and they just kind of like bounced. They did a lot of them were not even invested in the area. And yeah. I met Margaret Hill and she was invested. Yeah. And, but she was she wasn't a in the high school, she was doing a lot of things. She's been a principal, da 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 da. Yeah. She's amazing. We'll, we'll you'll listen to our podcast uh, eventually coming out, um, hopefully this this summer. And so I'm like, yo, who's out here doing anything in the community? Mm-hmm. And I had this young guy. Uh, he, I think he got a citation or something like that for writing on his backpack. And I was like, what the hell are they giving out tickets for writing yeah. on your <laughs> stuff? He's like, yeah, yeah. man, there's a guy named Terrence. Terrence is like, yeah, Mr. Stones. He got like a little program, a little office over there on Arrowhead. And, you know, he kind of helps out, kind of like gives his advice and mentors. I'm like, all right, let me go check him out. Yeah. When I go see him, I'm like, yo, what's crack? I just show up. Yeah. It was, was that the first time we met? Yeah, probably. Oh, I think I seen you before because I remember you had a whole bunch of kids in front of City Hall protesting. <laughs> I was like, this dude crazy as hell. 
<laughs> like I'm not doing that. They, I don't even know what y'all was protesting. I was just like, they was deep. They had signs. They was in front of City Hall, and I was like, I was like, he got all these teenagers in front of City Halls with picket <laughs> signs. I was like, who the heck is it? Yeah, it was you. Yeah, I'm like, my man is crazy. Yeah, I was uh protesting <clears throat> that we need more jobs for young folks. Yeah. You know that. There was monies, there was uh, Measure Z, and then before Measure Z, yeah. that they were trying to have to give out to the community. They um, they wanted to give it to the cops, but I was asking yeah, them to did. give it to hire, to actually hire young folks and to have after a summer, jo- summer jobs. And they actually looked at me, thought I was crazy yeah. too, because um, I was like, you should be ashamed of yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they was out there with signs. You was out there with your Tim boots on yeah. and your New York hat down low. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, this dude crazy, got on his boots. <laughs> Uh, so okay so that's the you know what so we met so i met so we met at the okay so you did okay because i was asking people to come to the rally yeah i was a little bit aggressive back then so uh, my, you was, no you was a lot aggressive <laughs> back then yeah i was i was on another level of just social justice and and reform at a like a like very and then i had the community with me so yeah so they showed up we showed up and shut down meetings and yeah, we were, I was different, but I, I really believe in saving lives, you know, and you're yeah. you're doing that now. Like, yeah. so Young Visionaries, you went from that $10,000 budget to you got a million dollars, you get million dollar budgets now, yeah. and you hire people from the communities. This is what I love yeah. about your organization. You actually hire people who've faced these struggles and have gone through these instances, and you give them an opportunity to give back. Yeah, I have a pretty diverse um, staff, everything from... Um, staff with master's degrees and and working on you know their doctorates and things like that to to um um one of my staff he did um just did almost 40 years in prison mm-hmm. um so he right now I, we have him out um doing gang intervention throughout the community and things like that and i put a team around him of people as like-minded um almost like the same situations everything from um two ex NBA players work for me. Um, right. Um, Nick Cannon's little brother, Gabriel, um, uh, works for us doing mentoring and things like that. So, you know, we got a pretty diverse diverse staff, different nationalities and, and things like that. Got around uh, 25 paid staff right now. And you got a you got a solid team too, by the way. There's superstars out here in San Bernardino. If you don't know that, they've done they do a lot of activities and give out a lot of resources. Yeah. Um. Through this during this pandemic right now, people may not know they've been essential on giving like backpacks, food, um, yeah. all kind of stuff that people need to survive. So Young Visionaries is about that. It's about that life and it's about that um helping the folks out in the community. They they're consistent. They've been doing this for. 20 years 20 years man and my goodness oh man so um so 20 years in the game and uh right now you, oh, I don't think you could disclose that but he's making deals with Amazon he's making deals with yeah working with working with Amazon actually just had a meeting with them went very well so um so we're doing something with them in a couple of weeks or so and you got other um, companies right like Amazon what else what other companies you've been working oh, with oh man that's a lot like we you know AT&T Edison mm-hmm. um you know uh, Wells Fargo um Bank of America um, I probably got to go on a website. I don't want to keep doing shout yeah, outs yeah, yeah, and somebody yeah, yeah. be like, well, you didn't even say <laughs> yeah, us. We yeah, gave yeah, you $10,000. Yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> so, um, but, but we, we've over the years, you know, with cities, we work with, um, we work with the state, mm-hmm. um, of California. 
Um, we work with the, the city uh, we're in, the city of San Bernardino, the city of Rialto, Fontana, um, um, school districts, Victorville. Victorville as well. Yeah, so we 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 made some great partnerships um, over the years that really support us, get behind us, and help to push our our agendas and and positive ideas, and working with kids and community um, throughout this environment that that we in. You know, on, on different levels though too, as far as mentoring, uh, we have mental health programs, things like that. Earlier, uh, we talked about trauma um, and things. So you, and you know, partner, and just dealing yeah. with that. You partner up with. Uh, uh with um with with therapeutic services yeah, basically yeah. yeah and now you provide these services for young folks yeah, in the yeah. schools yeah so even working with that we you know um our contracts with that is in the millions basically yeah you know, right now so yeah. so it, you know it's good we've been we've been blessed but it's just making conscious decisions I, I think that everything that I I've I've been through like kind of um prepared me for this even if it wasn't like traditional type of stuff basically right. so so even when you know we talk about like being in the streets and, and the pressure of that and the trauma of that basically it just you know it just or you know it just helped me to you know um when everything is going crazy at some point i just feel like i'm at my coolest you know right. what i mean when everyone is panicking i'm like oh don't trip you know we're just gonna do this and do that and they like why are you so calm i like because i've been in worse situations than right, this. Right. you know it's not the end of the world it's gonna work out right just, but it's only gonna work out if we sit back analyze it and work it out right you know? so and, um, and and you're i mean people don't understand running a nonprofit is extremely stressful and it takes a lot of time and a lot you have to a lot of mistakes and then you have to like perfect it and have a good team and so you know the fact that young visionaries is here ladies and gentlemen let me just also articulate 20 years ago we had a lot of nonprofits. now they've died out you know a lot of corporations have moved in a lot of these entities moved in yeah. and um and a lot of the money was redirected for corporate and wall street and banking um, and so a lot of these nonprofits close their doors. So there's very yeah. few, especially black owned nonprofits in the community. And Terrence Stones is one of them with young visionaries. Yeah. And well, so well, with any nationality, it's, it's, it's a lot of or less like um, credible, you know, agencies and things like that. So so, I, you know, we're blessed over the years to just keep our, our credibility in like two decades, you know, right. and um, and still be able to to navigate and work and still have the trust of, you know, cause I think we've been through quite a few mayors just in the city, a lot of, mayors. um, you know, and other elected officials, whether it be assembly or, or Senate and things like that. And just in Congress and be able to, you know, to build those relationships. And then even as I'm thinking about, it and I'm saying these positions, you know, when I was younger, I didn't even, you know, um, even in probably high school, if you ask me, well, what's a mayor or a congressman or, or a right. senator? I would have no idea what, you know, what any of these people were, who they were, or even what they did, you know, to now, you know, fast forward these years later, you know, I have like all of their cell phone numbers, basically, to, right. you know, to my congressman, my assembly person, my senator, my mayors, um, several of them, you know, and, and just, you know, and they you know, call me a lot. So it's not just me calling them, but, right. you know, or even if something happens in a community, you know, I'll get a call from a congressman like, hey, man, what's happening down there? You know, right, right. And things like that, which is, you know, a blessing, you know, just to be able to have that relationship with them so that you could or they could call on you. You can call on them and, and things like that as well. And, you know, it was crazy as he's talking, you know, 
from gangs to prison to multi-million dollar uh, nonprofit, he's also running for city council himself. Yeah, yeah. In Victorville. Wow. Like, come on now. Is that crazy? It, huh? Come on. I mean, who would have thought, you know, a guy who was charged with uh, attempted murdering a cop um, when he was 15, now here he is, is about to be a city council member. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. That story, we, well, you know what we need is a movie for me. That's what we do need. <laughs> we do need. We I'm, need. I'm promised a movie in my life, yeah. so um, so that, get, that's gonna happen. We're also working on his book. He's gonna be an author yeah. as well. Yeah. Um, and so one of the things is people like Terrence Stones is we don't hear a lot of them, and when we do see them, a lot of times we don't actually give them their flowers when they're here, you know. And we have to do that. We got to show love and appreciate these people who actually do the work. You know, Terrence Stones has been work, working in these communities for ages and be giving back. So all the wrong has done, I'm pretty sure, has been paid a thousand times plus more. And he continues to do the work. I mean, I remember we were doing marches on. Uh, remember that young girl who got killed? She was eight. Oh, she got Manisha, shot. Yeah, Manisha, right? Yeah. yeah. And we was just marching and yeah. doing these protests for, you know, young um, people of color. Um, to just save lives in these neighborhoods because, yeah. really, you know, you really care, you know, and um, nobody pays you to do that. You know, that's what you do because it's in your heart. And so you don't find too many people like that. So um, so young visionaries, you know, they hire young people and these yeah. people now are getting their master's degree, bachelor's degree. So when they yeah. come working for him, he doesn't just give them a job. He gives them an opportunity to um, actually increase their portfolio and their resumes and also their academic, you know, careers. So, yeah. you know, there ain't too many agency, agencies that are going to allow you to do that. So, I mean, God, I mean, you, you touch a lot of bases. And then you on television. Well, you're doing yeah. a lot of radio and also television, but we need to get you like a, like a show. <laughs> like a whole <laughs> show. You know what? I need my whole show, though, too. Yeah, we yeah. need to get you a show. We got to yeah. figure that out. That'll be the, my, I'll, I'll try to figure plot that out. But we got to get him a movie, and I'm going to help him get his book out. And please um, stay tuned because you're going to get Terrence Stone's uh, not just uh, – future endeavors on being a city council member and an author and eventually a documentary that comes out and hopefully a movie but you know this is the kind of guy we got to uplift and celebrate so tell them your 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 website where they can come contact you they can they can reach us at um yvyla-ie.org that's Y-V-Y-L-A-I-E.org. Now, let me help you out. Make it simple. It stands for Young Visionaries Youth Leadership Academy-InlandEmpire.Organization. And is there an email or number they should reach out? Yeah, they can call us at 909-723-1695. That's our, our office right there. And... You know, what would what advice would you give someone when they start a nonprofits or, you know, like because you you got you you are vet in this game now. So um, when I see you, I don't you know, even though that's part of your past, I see uh, an incredible father, um, an incredible human being, an incredible leader and advocate. Um, I see uh, a person who's a, a powerful mentor and an inspiration to our neighborhoods and communities abroad. So what advice would you give um, folks in the community if they're looking to help out or venture to start their own nonprofit? Like, how does that how do you start that process? How do you move that forward? I think um, for one, you always have to start with the paperwork process, basically. So once you get your nonprofit status, 
501c3 so tax exempt status um that's um people think like oh i made it you know because you got that but that just means that you know you finished that paperwork process you know it's right. not the field of dreams you know if you it's not if you build it they'll come not mm-hmm. at all so um so once you do that because and i'll tell people start with that because you can't even really accept donations and things like that unless you have those you know your paperwork in order right and also too sometimes people look like me they want to start in the middle you know and just and think like you know let me just get up and get where you at um like it doesn't work like that you know i can i can lead you to water but i you know i can't make you drink so start with your paperwork process get all your paperwork in order um and then from there you know just be specific in what you want to do because there's so many different things that that you can do and you can do all those things later but 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 whatever you want to do i don't care if you want to help kids or save the wells be specific and intentional in, in that because then that will build up your track record you know um so then people will have confidence in you once your track record is is going forth and things like that you know and all the big things are later but but do your paperwork first and be intentional and specific in exactly what you want to do i don't care if you say okay we just gonna give out sack lunches to the homeless you know do that every chance you get you know and then people will will know you as a person that gives out sack lunches to the homeless so then if someone comes to to the community or someone is looking to help the homeless or or give funding and they say well who you know who helps the homeless well such and such is in the park every day giving out giving them sack lunches that's who helps the homeless you know right so um, I think now, too, like if, if someone comes to our community and they say, well, who has programs that help help youth? There's several programs out here that, that do it. And that, and I and I really feel like as they're naming off these programs, we'll get named within the top five programs because we've right. been helping youth, you know, for all this time. So now we're known for as the program that helps kids in our community. So being consistent is important. That's and, the main ingredient. Mm. And then also networking, right? And and keeping those relationships. Oh, yeah, most definitely. Like earlier, I was talking about the congressmen and mayors and things like that. Um, so you know, you have to stay um, consistent in your in your relationship building as well, too. You know, so I make it a point now um, because of COVID and everything, we locked down basically. So now I'm just like emailing all the time. You know, they're gonna get tired of me, but um, but but you have to build up those relationships because it's it's really not who you know but who knows you you know so you have to make sure that the people that know you um will speak speak uh positive of you positively of you mm-hmm. and be able in and, and you can you know and you can be able to contact them as well too right and and this again this is good advice for folks who are interested in starting their own nonprofit, uh people who are interested in trying to help out in the community you know, again, get your paperwork done and you can go online now and do the paperwork. You can just go to Google and say 501c3 and it's a template that, you know, the state has for you to fill out. Um, And then again, once you get that going, um, you got to do the work. Yeah. When I did mine, we had, they had the square floppy disk (laughs) back in the day. I wish I had it still was the square floppy disk. I remember the floppy disk. I remember it was before when cell phones were just starting to come out. Oh, remember the, the, the internet was like, yeah, yeah. 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 that's when I got my 501c3 back then. Uh, yeah. I remember that. The computers were still like, you couldn't, you couldn't call and be on the computer at the same time. Oh, no, you had to make a choice. 
Yeah. And if somebody calls you, your internet is going down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And now look at you. You got, I don't know how many computers. Oh, you I give our computers, computers now, yeah, right? Yeah, I give them to the kids. Yeah. Um, yeah, they sitting around there. I probably got 20 laptops around there someplace. And then, yeah. um, you know, like every desk I have has a computer on it, basically. Got a yeah, screens. Got yeah. um, state-of-the-art computers for his team to do editing, video, um, yeah. promos, all kinds of stuff. That big one you seen out there, that big old 50-inch yeah. screen computer. It's 55-inch. Let yeah. me just correct yeah. them on that one. It's 55. <laughs> and it's a touchscreen. It's yeah. a smart TV. And then and they use that to train and work with also um, Yeah. Um, because right now we're in COVID-19, but we also got young folks coming in who still need mentoring and tutoring. Yeah. And they provide that. So when you see all the equipment, it actually goes back to the community and people actually use them, especially the kids who don't have access to computers. Because, you know, we have a digital desert. People think that you have a cell phone that you should have access to school, yeah. but that's not the reality. Right. Um, and when you work in the community, you start to know the facts that, you know, that if they don't have Wi-Fi or they don't have yeah. the appropriate computers or resources. Yeah. And so that's why he has these things. So, and you see, when you come to 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 this office, you always see young folks around who are either getting mentoring, getting help with some resume, getting some counseling. You, you'll see it, right? And he's also not just at his office; they also go out to the sites, right, and go yeah. out to the community. Yeah. So, I just want to put that out there. Yeah, we're in um, around nine school districts, around thirty-three schools, and also the juvenile facilities. Basically, yeah. So, oh, you gotta say that again. That was tough. That was some tough. <laughs> hold on hold on do that again i'm sorry i wasn't ready i wasn't yeah. ready do so that we're again. in um nine school districts um doing mentoring programs and things like that around 33 schools with mentoring and mental health programs and also um the juvenile facilities doing gang intervention prevention and also mentoring and and to, so listen to that here's a guy who statistically should not have He's not supposed to be standing in front of me. He's not supposed yeah. to be sitting right in front of me. We're not even supposed to be talking. The odds of us actually speaking is probably millions to to, to none, right? And gang culture, right? And I'm from New York City, so, you know, that's a whole other story. The fact that I'm out here is kind of wild. Yeah. But <laughs> here's a guy who grows up in this drug community, domestic violence, right? Um, all types of gun violence is, is in kind of naturally just transitions into this gang culture, right? In the beginning phases of it, as the West Coast is formalizing it, right? In and out of prison since he was 15, uh, incarceration since he was 15. And, you know, goes from this, all right, let me go try to do something, get a job here, let me do a job there, go to school here, just figure things out. And starts his nonprofit uh, with a ten thousand dollar budget. If that, I'm pretty sure he started with five dollars in his pocket. But with a backpack or nothing in but, my pocket. Yeah, nothing in his pocket, and was consistent, right? And not only was he consistent, now he has a multi million dollar nonprofit that helps thousands of people, thousands of people throughout the region, and young folks and families. And so, uh, if you ever feel like you know, there's no way possible that you can be successful. Terrence Stone's Young Visionary is a testimony to that saying that, yes, you can, right? You can be successful. And it's just having the proper resources and proper advice, people giving you the proper advice. Remember, a lot of the men in his life 
gave him the wrong advice, yeah. um, led him in the wrong direction. And then that one guy just happened to just be there at the perfect time. And it was just less than probably 10, uh, probably less than five, less, less than five yeah. minute conversation that sparked the idea that yes, you can be an owner, you can be an entrepreneur, you can run your own business and you can give back, right? And so, you know, I commend you for that. You know, you're one of our heroes. You're one of our, not just our heroes, our legends in this area. I appreciate you. And, uh, you know, you do amazing work. So this is uh, Young Visionaries and the CEO, Taryn Stones. Please, whatever you need to do to co-support, do that. Go to the website. If you want to donate, go to the website. Can you tell them uh, where to find you? Yes, our website is um, www.yvyla-ie.org. And, you know, who else better than the person who grew up in these environments to give back? Because they know the streets. They know the elements. They know the prison culture, right? They know the challenges when it comes to academic uh, fortitude, right? They understand what that is. So a person who's been in the trenches is the right person to give back, you know? Yeah. You know, and that's that's how you feed the, the community is by making sure that people in the community come back and feed us, you know? And so I just want to commend you, um, Terrence, uh, for being who you are, you know, genuine, you know, good guy character Appreciate and you. high class. And, um, you know, uh, I'm glad you're here. You know, you are what we call the uh, echelon of echelon, you know, uh, you know, because, yeah. you know, he could have gone to Chicago or well, not Chicago. He can go to somewhere like in San Francisco and be making multiple millions um doing what he's doing but he's here with us and yeah. giving back and so i just want to say thank you for not leaving the community uh, and, and abandoning them but continue to doing the work that you do because it's not easy oh yeah i appreciate you they said if you can run a non-profit here you can run one anywhere this is a fact yeah <laughs> no and he's not he's this is not this is not hyperbolic like what he's saying is mm -hmm. official yeah if you know how to run a nonprofit in San Bernardino, you can go anywhere and maximize your profits by yeah. 10 times. Like, yeah. so the fact that he stayed, you know, cause you know, he gets a lot of offers. Let me tell you. Yeah. <laughs> um, so the fact that he stayed, you know, and, and is consistent and now we're trying to find more resources for this area is, is amazing. So thank you again for your work. Um, and I can't wait to see what the future holds. Again, he has a, a book coming out, so stay tuned. Stay tuned for that. He also is running for city council uh, yeah. in Victorville, um, which is going towards going towards Vegas. If you don't know where Victorville is at, and um, and we're gonna be working on his documentary or something. We're gonna get that going. We're gonna work on a mini documentary and then pitch a movie because we, we got to get that yeah. going. So that'll be dope. That yeah. well, we need heroes like you out on the screen. So. Thank you again. Anything you want to say before we leave? I just want to say I appreciate you, man. You, you know, I consider you a a um, great um, friend and 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 well, not even a colleague, a friend of mine. So you know, I just want to thank you for the friendship. You know, we've been cool since conception. You know what I mean? Yeah. Since we we met, I was like, man, my man is crazy. I like <laughs> I like that. <laughs> you know, because you know, but, but just the things that you were doing, even just back then. You can tell, you know, the, the fortitude and the heart that you have and the love that you have for the kids because you didn't go recruit business people and old people. And, you know, you, you, you 
was fighting for the kids and you had and you taught those kids that like I'm gonna teach you I'm not just gonna fight for you but I'm gonna teach you how to fight for yourself basically mm-hmm. and that's and that was you know that was awesome to me because it's like teaching a man to fish you know instead of right. you know going to fish for him because you could have went and got the resources came back here it is be like no let me show you how to go get it so I was really impressed you know um, and that was close to two decades ago basically even with that so I was just impressed with you know with your fortitude and, and just and just your knowledge back then and just knowing to have those kids out there you know um, fighting for you know and, and and the thing about that too he was just fighting for jobs you know for these kids like right. it wasn't nothing crazy it was just like like get these kids some jobs you know right. and and so you know so I just want to commend you you know for that and, and also just thank you you know um, on behalf of the city um, not that I can speak for the city, I don't work for him, um, but he will. for this area, right. basically, you know, um, you know, just for for you and and for you being here, because y'all know you went off to college and came back, and you know, so you didn't really have to stay in a community like San Bernardino. You like don't know about you have to explain to people what San Bernardino is, you right. know, be like you just give up, be like we next to L.A., you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> But just to stay here and just be able to, right. you know, to do stuff because you do stuff, you know, nationally, you know, all the way to the East Coast. Um, you know, you have fans nationally and things like that. You know, you, you know, you wrote books and, you know, you know, um, I remember you even did albums, you know, just all kinds yeah, of stuff. Yeah, I forgot that. Yeah. That. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, you know, so um, but just to even wow. just stay here in this community. And just help me to just to fight it out. So we fighting it out together, you know, working with these kids and, and, and training people, you know, because, you know, we, um, whether we like it or not, we're getting older, yeah, you know, so we, we don't have to give up the handlebars mm-hmm. sometime in the stern wheel and let somebody else take over. But, um, you know, but you're doing that already. So, you know, we're training kids to, you know, to replace us. And I think that's what also people, if you start nonprofits too, um, or whatever you're starting, you know, you have to train for your successors so that they could be able to jump in and 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 um and take up where you left off at. And I think as a people, we, you know, we try to hold on to the the steering wheel so hard that we forget that, you know. Right. And then, and I think that's the selfishness in us, selfishness in us that we think that you know that it's about you, you know, or it's about me, but it's not. It's about the movement and 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 what we doing that's why um that's why i hire so much too and i hire um and a broad spectrum everyone from street people to college degrees Mm -hmm. because i don't take the college the street people for granted because i was them and i created and and running this company right you know but also too you know um i keep all the people with the college degrees around me too because they have a certain um, charisma and smarts that they learned in school and know how to put stuff together and things like that that I didn't that I didn't learn you know so I just try to fuse um, both of them and and, um, to get what we need to get done you know um, in the community together basically right you know so I said all that to say thank you, man. Nah, nah, thank you, man. <laughs> Love you, brother. You've Love been you you, you've been a great support, and people don't understand a lot of this work is not easy. Mm-mm. When I was out doing stuff and advocating in the streets, a lot of people were too scared to stand next to me and support me. And Terrence always was there. He's like, "I got mm-hmm. you. Whatever you need, I got you." And I've done some crazy ventures, man, and and dangerous ventures. And he would be yeah. like, "I got you." I know when we did the battle zones. 
I yeah. mean, though that was crazy in itself, but we oh, had hundreds yeah. of kids coming from everywhere, LA, on the bus, on the they train. Did, and, yeah, they did. Yeah. 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 And yeah. people were scared to even come near that event because, you know, you're talking about kids who are literally in this gang culture and street yeah. culture, drug culture. And I was never afraid of them. You know, I don't see them as my enemy. I see people like I grew up with and say, yeah. you know what, they just need help. And Terrence was like, I got you, what you need? I'm like, thank you. Good looking out, you know? And so um, he's always been, you know, on, you know, and you know what? I, you know, we probably don't know this, but we know each other for a long time and it's hard to keep friends. Yeah. People come yeah. and go and people always, you know, uh, they break your heart. They disappoint you all the time. Yeah. But Terrence has never disappointed me. So he's someone yeah, likewise, that, you likewise. know, yeah. uh, I commend him. I respect him. I love what he's doing in his organization. And we, need to, again, you know, brother from another mother, man, love for life. Yeah. And so, you know, we just support these kind of causes. If you care about the community, Young Visionaries is it. And uh, man, thank you again. I'm humble for your, thank you for those kind words. And that's college, career, and beyond. And we are out. Thank you for listening to CAB, College, Career, and Beyond. We hope you enjoyed this episode. You can find us on whatever provider podcast you listen to. Spotify, iTunes, iHeartRadio, and more. Continue listening to CAB, College, Career, and Beyond. Where we keep you ahead of the game and not behind the game.